Aloha, good morning, and good afternoon from Maui, Hawaii. It's Michael Benner with this week's Ageless Wisdom Mystery School. Our topic today will be the fear of being truly you. And this is big in everybody's life. It's much less risky, seemingly, to just judge other people as some kind of indirect way of understanding yourself. How am I doing compared to this guy over here? You know, in journalism school, we learned that's one of the reasons people are interested in the news, is to find out that other people are doing worse than you are, no matter <laughs> how bad your life may be. Pick up a newspaper, tune in to the TV or radio news, and you'll hear about people that are doing much worse than you are, and it creates a kind of a comfort it's similar in the self-development field. The vast majority of our unhappiness and our suffering, our discontent, is generated by our failure to really understand ourselves, to explore, to, to introspect, and to take a deep look at not only how we behave and the way we think, but what we care about and why we feel the way we feel. That will give you some clues to why you think the way you think, why you say what you say, the way you say it, and why we all do the silly things that we do, often regrettable. We're confused. We don't know who we are, and because everyone is unique, everyone's different, just like you, <laughs> judging other people is all but irrelevant. And yet, we're afraid to know ourselves for fear that we're going to discover that those who've been critical of us, uh, our, our parents, a sibling, a bully up the block, that one nasty teacher you had, it might have been a stranger on the street that humiliated you or hurt you. And it happens in childhood again and again. Even if your parents were saints, you're going to have issues from childhood and the critical voices that we carry in our head, our own self-criticism, is really a learned behavior from childhood. And we're, as Cicero said over 2,000 years ago, our own worst enemy. I put that in the newsletter this week. That self-criticism, that self-loathing, makes us afraid to really take a look at who we are for fear we're going to find out the critics are right or were right and we really are bad and wrong and stupid and at the very least inadequate. And of course that's not true. Our egoic nature, the part of us that identifies as being alone and separated, is full of flaws. And we're very mortal to be human is to accept that we're going to make mistakes, that a religious person would say we have a sinful nature, that we're going to screw up and do things that are embarrassing and regretful. But we have a higher nature. As we say in our premium audio at the sister site, FocusedPassion.com, that whole series is called Finding Your Self, in paradise, finding that higher self in a meditative level. 
And the truth is, the more you understand who you really are, the more you know the truth of this better nature, this higher self, the spiritual essence that dwells within you and yet above and free of form, the more you understand deeply that the love you're looking for you already have, indeed, the love you're looking for is who you are, the more you're going to like that self. And it's guaranteed. The more you know about the truth of who you are, the more you're going to like who you are. There's just no question about it. Religion has a problem with this, especially uh, Christianity, because of this uh, confusion that your soul is undeveloped and somehow bad, something about original sin and Adam and Eve, and it's the soul that needs redemption. Your soul does not need redemption. The separated self is what needs redemption. And the reasons why the church has portrayed it this way are many, and they're somewhat complex, but suffice to say it's political. We've talked about it in the past. We'll talk about it in the future. Today, I'd rather just focus on the benefits of facing the fear of being who you really are and how to deal with that in a practical sense, which essentially is study, meditation, and mindfulness. We'll talk about each of those and even do a meditation later in the class today and give you some practical and portable tools and skills that you can use to access your better nature, especially when you're feeling afraid and confused. And I, I don't just mean some general malaise that sets in, bringing about a good time to do this, or waiting until you're having bouts of depression or panic attacks. Uh, why wait? <laughs> until you're you're in one of those really low periods to begin to understand yourself. That's what most of us tend to do. Every time you feel any anxiety, any nervousness, any worry, turn and face it immediately. This is a great skill and a great little tip. If you feel the slightest little bit of depression, just a little hint of nervousness or anxiety, if you're feeling just a little unsettled for some reason and you have no idea what it's about, it doesn't even seem to be attached to any particular incident or event, situation or circumstance, you're just in a funk right and and feeling a little worried and apprehensive and a little nervous and you're not sure why don't let it build stop right there sit down take a breath or as soon as possible sit down take a breath uh, relax and ask yourself what's this about this fear this anxiety Turn and face the truth of who you really are, and that will reveal 
why you feel this way, why you've been thinking this way, why you speak and behave this way. Okay? But you've got to ask. The higher self has to ask the lower self, or the lower self needs to communicate with the higher self. There needs to be this exchange. And again, normal consciousness is not the place to have this dialogue with yourself. The best place and the best way in which to do this is to sit down, breathe, relax, uh, feel safe and peaceful, and then all of those thoughts begin to quiet and all of the emotional turmoil becomes a little more calm and lo and behold, you get answers to those questions. You get the insight, the awareness, the aha. That's why I feel this way. Oh, that's what's going on. Oh, man, I just remembered when I was a teenager in this horrible, embarrassing. This feels just like that. Oh, I see. <laughs> right? So the third eye opens. And you begin to see, you begin to understand. So that's our topic for the day today. And uh, we will take your questions. Press star two on your telephone touchpad or your Skype touchpad at any time to flag your name. I don't really have everybody's name, but to flag the line that corresponds to you so I can bring you on board when we come to the question part. And if you're online, the same thing. You can use that text box on the lower left to ask a question at any time or make a comment. If that text box disappears, just click on the control in the upper left that says ask your question. It'll pop open. Let me have your name and city. And we'll go to the questions a little bit later in the presentation. I want to... Uh, Go to the slides here and spend about well, eight or ten minutes at the top of the program today talking about how to enroll in the premium training and how the website is set up now. There's a lot of people that have had problems with this, so I'm going to make it real simple for you. And if you're listening live today by the telephone or Skype and you don't therefore have access to the visuals to the slides uh, come back to the agelesswisdom.com and click on enter to go inside and then click on webinars and you can watch the replay of this free forum and see the slides then You'll find that helpful. I think I'm going to actually do a little movie out of this slideshow later today and post it on YouTube. Just kind of a tour, quick tour. It's got to be less than 10 minutes to get on YouTube now. And uh, just do a quick tour of the site and how it's laid out now. Because we've really got three things going on as of next week. We'll have this free forum that will always be here the original Ageless Wisdom Mystery School. It'll continue to be free. The streaming archives 
about 170 programs, classes from the past will always be available free. Uh, the newsletter, of course, is free. Did I say the podcast? They're always free. All of that's going to continue, and if you want to join us live, we'll continue to be here at 1 o'clock. But beginning next week, we're going to follow this with a premium training. People have already begun to sign up, and it's going to be a lot like what we've um, been doing for the last seven weeks, which has been an in-depth examination of a particular book. We did the ancient Kabbalion, the book itself about 100 years old, the secret teachings about 3,000 years old, a personal and spiritual development classic. And instead of talking about it for a single class, um, we did seven different lessons. And that's what I want to start doing next week. Our initial topic will be an introduction to stress management for expanded awareness. And every week we'll do a different personal and spiritual development topic at 1.30 for those who want to listen live. Again, we'll have the telephone feedback, Skype, uh, text messages to make it interactive as well as live. Um, though it'll be password protected and for those who have registered and enrolled in the class, You'll also be able to listen to the replays with passwords if uh, you miss the live event. And that will follow the Mystery School starting next week, July 24th, at 1.30 Pacific Time, 4.30 in the East, 20 hours, 30 minutes, um, universal coordinated time. That will go to 21.30, of course, uh, in the winter when everybody goes back to standard time. Gee, that sounds confusing, but it's <laughs> really quite simple. The traditional mystery school, nothing changes. The new premium training will begin at 1.30 immediately following that specific time. How about if we say it that way? So let me just do a quick uh, overview of the way the site is set up now and how to enroll. And we'll go to this uh, second slide enrolling in the new Ageless Wisdom Premium Training. And many of you, I bet, have never even seen the primary website that we use for all of this. It's been up since 1996, theagelesswisdom.com. The only thing about this that's important to remember is the T-H-E part after the W's. Otherwise, you'll get a very different site. So the W's dot theagelesswisdom.com. And then click on Enter to go inside. And this is the home page that you'll see. From this point, as you use the navigation links on the left to move around inside the site, which you'll see inside the frame set. That will change, but the frame set, sort of an old-fashioned way to do websites, but it works real well for us. The frame set will stay the same. So second item down on the frame set on the left, you'll see it says webinars. You just click on webinars, and that's going to take you to a page that looks like this. 
jump around. This is the webinar page. And you see there's now two choices. There's the free webinars, the original mystery school, which is what we're doing right here, 1 o'clock Sunday afternoon, specific time. And then on the right, the premium training. And we'll take a look at that in a minute. Let's go to the free forum. If you were to, this is just a slide, you can't click on anything. But if you were to click on the left side on the free forum, this traditional long-standing mystery school, you get a slide that looks like this. The free forum page has the audio archives all the past programs, and you can see this week's class is listed. There's the send one to a friend feature, then all the past classes scroll down below that, and it goes way down. There's, as I say, <laughs> 170 past classes. These will always be here for you, and this is a rich archive that you can explore absolutely, absolutely free. In between this week's class and the class archive, you see the link that says uh, send teleconference to a friend. That's a really cool little feature, little device that you can use where we'll send an email for you, actually. Just put a friend's, once you click on that, a friend's name and email address in and choose a particular program from the archive and we'll forward a link to them so they can hear the program that you thought they'd really enjoy hearing. And uh, that's a very nice little feature. And in the days of the Internet now and social networking, forwarding by email is something that almost everybody does. But instead of sending uh, jokes and chain letters, you're going to forward something really valuable to somebody that you really care about. So this is the free forum page. And when you click on the link to go to the archive, um, the replay page looks a lot like the live event page. And you all recognize this, unless you come in by telephone every week. This is what the event page looks like. We used to use a different wallpaper every week. We've sort of settled in on this sunrise, sunset, tropical view. And the controls are in the upper left. You see the share of this button for social net sharing on Facebook, Twitter, what have you. And the text box to the lower left. The big white button takes you to our sister site where you can get free programs. And the big box, of course, is where you're used to viewing the slides. And uh, to listen in, when you first come here, you just click on the link in the bottom of that main window. So the replay screen looks a whole lot like that. Avail yourself of the opportunity to go back years into the archives. And if you want to subscribe to the podcast, just go to the iTunes store and search for my name, Michael Benner. Be like boy, Benner. B-E-N-N-E-R, Michael Benner. 
And a couple of things that come up, just choose the mystery school. Or you can type in Ageless Wisdom Mystery School or The Ageless Wisdom Mystery School. And this will come up in the iTunes store. If you don't have iTunes, it's a free download for PCs and Macs. It's a very cool program, very smart, great way to organize all your music and other audio files. You can make playlists and burn CDs and change bit rates if you're a little more technically oriented. If you don't have it yet, you can come on a page just like this using a bit.ly URL that I created. And uh, so it's just the w's.bit.ly, the w's.bit.ly, bit.ly, slash, and then the initials of the Mystery School, A-W-M-S, all caps, for Ageless Wisdom Mystery School, and then underscore in iTunes, lowercase except for the T, small i, capital T, tunes. You can see that if you're on the page now, if you're listening without the benefit of any visuals. Again, it's the w's.bit.ly slash awms underscore iTunes with a capital T. Okay? And you can come upon this podcast page. Now, if you choose the other button, it'll take you to the premium training. Remember, you went to the site clicked on enter to go inside and then webinars if you choose the premium training this is the new page again we start next week july 24th it'll follow the original mystery school at 1:30, and you can either buy a signal class or a 13-week term or a full year all you have to do is click on one of these three buttons. Um, there's a credit card, debit card, ATM card form that follows. Uh, a lot of us don't use credit cards anymore, but you probably have a bank card that you use at the ATM. That's a debit card without all, in most cases, without all the charges that some debit cards have. So I just call it my ATM card and that works real well. It's going to have a Visa or MasterCard logo on it. And so just check that and fill out the form. You can't see it all here on this slide, but just scroll down and fill it in. I put a note here on the screen. New purchase week begins Sunday night, Monday morning at 12 midnight. So if you're buying just one class, enrolling in a single event you will find yourself registering during the week for the upcoming Sunday event you cannot purchase or enroll in a single class more than one week in advance and Sunday night Monday morning at midnight is the watershed point right as soon as we're in the Monday morning any purchase will be for the following week. If you enroll in a 13-week term, then the upcoming Sunday is when it begins. Same with the full year. 
that purchase point is Sunday night, Monday morning at midnight. So that's pretty self-explanatory. A single class is only $6.95. You get a nice discount if you buy a term. It breaks down to $4.61. These are 90-minute classes, 1.30 till 3. And, of course, the the best deal is just to sign up for a full year. And when you enroll for 52 weeks, it's $3.27 a class. And I promise you, you, this is guaranteed. (laughs) You'll get that and more. Or all you got to do is call me, and I'll be happy to rebate your money if you're not happy with it. That's for sure, at least up to 30 days. I want everybody to be happy. Everybody should be happy. Never had anybody ask for their money back yet, so I'm I'm pretty good about (laughs) about making that kind of a promise. And... This is what the mystery school is going to look like. The wallpaper, instead of being the tropical sunrise, sunset, is going to look like this. Otherwise, the controls are all the same. The logo in the middle will be the premium training logo rather than the rising sun logo. But all the controls are going to be just like this. The only difference will be these premium trainings will be password protected. And you'll get an email when you first register, when you first enroll, that has the link for the upcoming class, a password to get in. And then if you choose to use the phone, there will be a telephone password as well. That will be on the thank you page when you enroll, but it will also be emailed to you at the end of the week. So a day or two before every class, every Sunday class, you'll get an email with the link. This will be in addition to the newsletter. You'll get an email with the link and also the two passwords that you need, one for the website. And if you choose to use the telephone or Skype, there will be one for that too. Okay. You'll never need passwords to come into this original mystery school at 1 o'clock Pacific but we will obviously need to use one for the premium training. Okay? That's all simple enough, straightforward enough. I also want to make sure you know about the Ning site. This is similar to the URL for the website, except it's got N-I-N-G tucked in just before the .com part. So the W's dot the agelesswisdom.ning N-I-N-G, and like Nancy, dot com. Theagelesswisdom.ning.com is a lot like Facebook, only it's for you. It's for listeners of the Mystery School and other people who are interested in personal and spiritual growth and development. And it's fun. There's a blog here. There's a discussion forum here. There's photos and movies and a way to friend people that you really like to keep track of them, all kinds of cool stuff, very easy to learn, simple to navigate, and, of course, absolutely free. All of this is really brought to you by the people that 
will be enrolling in the uh, the mystery school. That's that's where it goes is to maintain this kind of stuff. We have to pay for this. <laughs> you don't is basically what it boils down to. So sign in and sign up whenever you get a chance. Make note. Again, this is just a slide. You can't click on anything here, but when you get an opportunity later today or tomorrow, next week, theagelesswisdom.ning.com. This is just getting started. We only have 150 members right now, and so we're just getting off the ground. Could really use your input, so hope you'll jump in feet first. And uh, that's how to enroll. That's your tour of the Ageless Wisdom Mystery School, the agelesswisdom.com site, and the difference between the original free forum, which we're doing now, and the new premium training that will follow at 1.30. We've been going as long as two hours, and more recently an hour and a half. Now it's going to be 30 minutes. And I, I think basically what we're going to do with this free forum, this original mystery school, is make it a meditation class. Every week I'll talk about the premium training to follow and what we're doing there and what we're studying and learning about there. But I want the emphasis in the free forum to be on the skill of relaxation, meditation, contemplation, mindfulness, yoga, breathing, whatever you want to call it, whatever term you want to use. Many people think of yoga, for example, as just being the exercises, the stretching or the asanas, or the breathing part they like. Uh, it is all of that, but the asanas or the exercises that many people think of as, quote, yoga, is the preparation for the yoga. Yoga meaning yoke or union. The classic Buddhist example is the yoga between the ox and the ox cart. The yoke or the union. And this is the separated human being seeking to have a union or communion with its divine source. This is the goal of mysticism. This is the goal, in one sense or another, of really all religion, is to improve your relationship with your source, or to find your way home again, or to go to heaven when you die. But why wait till you die? Why not create that yoga, that union, plug in, right? <laughs> Get plugged in now. And so yoga comes down to meditation. After the exercises, after the breathing, you sit quietly, you stand receptive, and you open yourself to a connection with the better part of you, the higher self. And that's what the emphasis is going to be on. We'll have new information for you every week. Again, you're going to learn a lot from the free forum. You're also going to get a little preview of what will follow in the premium training at 1.30 every week. 
But I promise you, we will do a meditation every week. I know a lot of people come for the instruction. They don't care that much about the meditation. But I know there's a number of people that come for the meditation. And uh, to them, that's the most important part. So we're going to do that, I promise you. We'll continue to do that. And likewise, in the premium training, after the instruction, we'll do a short visualization exercise, a breathing exercise, some meditation, and talk about mindfulness uh, in depth. Because, again, that'll be the premium training will be a 90-minute training. All right, well, with that, let's talk about our topic for the day today, which is uh, the fear of being truly you. I did a little intro uh, at the top, and let me just recap that for you. We are afraid, we resist self-discovery because we're afraid we're going to find out all these bad things. We're going to find out that our critics are or have been right and that we really are inadequate. We really are bad or rotten. A lot of us come from very dysfunctional families where we were criticized repeatedly. Even if it was called parenting, it usually was not done very well because parents don't have owner manuals and are passing on the mistakes their parents made. But many of us then went to church and got the same message. You're bad. You're rotten. You're wrong. You're evil. I can remember being as young as five, six, seven years old in my Catholic upbringing. You're already studying catechism and being prepared for your first communion in the first grade, second grade, third grade. And again, they're telling you every week what a rotten person you are, how bad and evil you are, that God made you uh, bad, you were born bad, uh, because Eve ate the apple. (laughs) I always thought that was so unfair. Now, I remember saying to the nun one day, this doesn't seem fair. I didn't do anything. And she tried to be patient and explain to the class that uh, it wasn't really our fault, but it was our responsibility, which to a little child is a riddle. Like we were told we didn't have to like everybody, but we did have to love them. And when you're seven years old, that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. I understand it now, but the idea that your soul is corrupted, that, that not only are you as a physical being bad, uh, but your soul is corrupted. They, in, the, in the Baltimore Catechism that they gave us, there was a picture of a dirty milk bottle representing your soul. And then a clean milk bottle, which is what happened after you confessed your sins. And like most kids, when we went to confession in the Catholic Church, we had to invent sins because we didn't do anything. You know, you had to say, well, I disobeyed my mother and I disobeyed my father and and I cursed and took, oh, and then when you get older, you're supposed to confess your, your uh, evil, nasty sexual thoughts. 
that's when I bailed. I was about 12 or 13, and I said, you know, if I misbehave, I can understand apologizing to God, but you can't have my thoughts. I want those. I'm 12. I'm 13. I'm just discovering sex, and I'm kissing girls, and I'm liking it. And no, you. <laughs> this is not a bad thing. You guys are crazy. I may only be 12, but I'm out of here. That was the end of religion for me. And yet, like you, there's this longing in my heart. I'm in love with the idea of being in love. And I've come to understand through a study of psychology and education and philosophy and my background as a journalist and a researcher, I came to understand that love is what life's about. Indeed, love is the only thing that's real, the only thing that's true. And that's who we are in the image of a divine creator that has a will, a mind, and has a heart. And there is one mind and one heart, and we are products of that. We are children of that one love. We are its offspring. We are in the image of that love, and our job is to love. Now, a part of loving is understanding, just as a component of fear is ignorance. So to replace fear with love is to replace ignorance with understanding. Now, if you're inclined to take notes, this would be a good thing to write down. You know, love and understanding go together in the same way fear and ignorance go together. And sometimes I wonder if I say that too much, and then I usually, upon reflection, arrive at a place where I realize I could not say that too much. Because that's what this world needs, is an understanding that understanding itself is love. It's more than intelligence. It's more than knowledge. It's understanding knowledge in an intelligent way. But understanding trumps intelligence and knowledge. Understanding should be capitalized. Understanding is a quality of love, and it is an antidote to the ignorance that comes out of fear and creates more fear. You have a vicious cycle between things you do not understand I know ignorance is an insulting word, but whatever we misunderstand or don't understand, like the self, we are going to be afraid of. And so we judge other people. It seems less risky to just judge other people as if we're going to learn something about ourselves from comparing ourselves to other people. You know, all these admonitions in the Christian Bible, especially about judge not lest ye be judged, and all of, what's all of that about? It, it, it's not really about immorality or being unethical. It's about being irrelevant. 
if we're all unique, if each of us is an individual, we've got fingerprint evidence and DNA proof of our uniqueness. Everything in this universe is unique. Part of one great jigsaw puzzle, no piece of the puzzle more important than any other, but every piece is a little bit different as it makes the whole. Well, that suggests that you're essential, but you're also unique. I should probably say, and you're also unique. So that judging another person or comparing yourself to another person is just irrelevant. It's meaningless. That's why the admonitions, judge not, all right, uh, that's no way to understand yourself. To understand yourself, you have to face your fear. And if you do that in a frightened, high-stressed place, well, that's a bit of a conundrum because the very fear that causes your brain to race and your heart to ache is not going to reveal itself when you're in the midst of that suffering. You have to do your yoga. You have to do your meditation. You have to breathe and relax. Uh, feel safe. There's dozens and dozens of ways to do this. And again, each week we'll talk about it in a slightly different way so that you can devise your own meditation skills and tools and see what works best for you. But there are some basic components like relaxing, creating and sensing a letting go feeling in your body. Usually we do slow, deep breathing, at least initially, to create that feeling of relaxation. You close your eyes and you let go of muscular tension. And then using positive affirmation, instructions, or suggestions to yourself, you create a paradise. You go to heaven. You move toward nirvana. It's the alpha brainwave level. It was my partner Steve Snyder and I call this narrow awake. You all know wide awake and sound asleep. But, <laughs> but in between is the most powerful state of all. Narrow awake, focused passion, right? Gentle attention. At first on the breathing and the letting go, and then on your feelings. Your thoughts quiet, your emotions calm, and yet standing above it are spiritual feelings. What remains when your thoughts fall away? What remains? when you calm the emotional turmoil. What remains is who you are. Love as awareness. Love as understanding. Love as consciousness. Again, you not only have the love you've spent your whole life looking for, you are that love. Relationships are about giving that love away and exchanging that love in a mutually loving I give and you give 
determinative situation. Whenever you seek to receive love, when you need love from another person, that's proof that you're not giving love. <laughs> love is radiated, and it's magnetic. And it is not, as I often say, a commodity that you can give or receive. Otherwise, how could two empty people with no love in their lives come together and love each other? Right? How could you and the lonely puppy come together and be so happy? It's not that you give each other love, it's that you bring love out of each other. You know, the person you love is not giving you their love, they're drawing your love out of you by taking away the fear that's blocked it, by taking away the ignorance that causes the fear. The ignorance is rooted in what's so lovable about me. I don't know who I am. You are love. You are what you care about, you see. What's really important to you emotionally, not so much what you think, because again, you can think like anybody, and thoughts are often wrong. Ever take a test? But you feel like you. Your feelings may be similar to other people, but your feelings are very personal, intimate, and subjective. And that allows you to understand and love yourself. This is also a hint, then, to what it means to love your enemy. It means to understand them, don't you see? Uh, Abraham Lincoln said, when I make a friend of an enemy, he's no longer my enemy. For some reason, that's very difficult for people in the 21st century to understand. We've been programmed to fear anything that's different. In a high-stress environment, differences look like opposites, and any difference then opposes us, and that ignorance creates more fear, which creates more ignorance, and more fear, and more ignorance, and more fear, and more ignorance, and more fear. And that's life in these United States, in this world. Not always, but to some extent always, but now, wow, it's really bad. It's really bad because fear, whatever the source, then compounds our confusion and ignorance. So if you want to be nice in talking about this to yourself or others, you can call it anxiety and confusion. But if you want to strip it down, what it really is, is fear and ignorance, and it's a vicious cycle. And it's born of a refusal to know yourself, to take a look in calm, relaxed, contemplative, meditative states at why do I feel this way? Breathe, relax, and the mind gets quiet so that you can understand. And the emotions become calm, that you might understand. Again, I may overwork this allegory. My apologies if you're tired of hearing it, but 
there's always new people that have never heard it, and it's such a good allegory. And this walking on water stuff, nobody ever wants to know why Christ walked on water. What does that symbolize? What is this a parable of? What What is this parable, this metaphor, really about? It's about the way you're supported by your emotional nature. Water is emotions. And when water is even slightly choppy or wavy, you cannot see into it. But when you calm the waters, when you calm the breast, the emotional nature, as music calms the savage breast or soul, not the savage beast it's the savage breast as you breathe and relax and feel safe the water becomes smooth smooth as glass and that water still calm water you can see into look the fish down there represent spirit like birds birds and fish archetypically are spirit because they swim and fly so when your emotions are calm like the water you can see into the water but you know you can also see what's reflected on the surface that stands above you and that's your soul nature that's your higher self coming to the rescue saying I know you feel separated, alienated, and alone, but it's just the result of being in that fleshy prison, that soul cage. And as if being in a separated body in a world of separated forms isn't bad enough, we further imprison ourselves by limited thinking by self-criticism and self-loathing, part of a vicious cycle that comes from the failure to understand ourselves. This is the essence of evil. You're not bad or wrong or stupid or inadequate or God doesn't make junk. There's nothing wrong with you. You just don't have an owner's manual. And if religion helps, great. But why would you study only one religion when you could study and compare all of the religions and all of the philosophies and combine that with what you're doing now, the personal work, the introspection, the reflection, the meditation, the contemplation, the study of you. And it is so liberating. It is, talk about get yourself free. When you begin to recognize the truth of who you are, what you love, that you love, why you love, what love really is, how it feels, and how okay you really are, what a beautiful, kind, and gentle creature you are. Even the mean, nasty jerks out in the world are acting that way because they're terrified. I've always said it's hard to think of warmongers and greedy politicians and 
and the corruption and business and, and industry and all of that as being rooted in fear. We're not used to, to thinking of tyrants as being afraid, but they are, and they're ignorant because they don't know who they are. If they knew who they actually are, we'd see qualities of love and kindness and generosity. They'd want everybody to have health care. You know, the guys with the corporate jets and the luxury yachts would be willing to pay an extra 3% if grandma wouldn't lose her Social Security. (laughs) But if a billionaire is more interested in keeping every little penny for himself and the hell with grandma and her Social Security, well, that's an ignorant and therefore frightened individual. And we've all been there. Not billionaires, but (laughs) confused and frightened. So to break the vicious cycle of fear and ignorance, we need to relax and take responsibility for understanding ourselves. That's the antidote to fear and ignorance. The antidote to that vicious cycle is a gentle upward spiral of love and understanding. And that just as love promotes understanding, to breathe and relax and feel safe and be peaceful allows intuition to move and you get these insights these aha oh yeah oh I get it well no wonder these explosions of understanding the aha the eureka the realization the revelation the inspiration to breathe into which promotes more peace and love and harmony which brings about more understanding and more love and more understanding and now instead of descending into hell with fear and ignorance the vicious cycle pulling you down into the lake of fire you're lifted up to nirvana to heaven which is where your soul lives now You don't have a soul, you are a soul, and it lives now in heaven, which spiritually is everywhere equally present. We've done programs dedicated to the soul in the past, the nature of the soul, contradicting the church's teachings. This is the great heresy in Christianity. Millions of our ancestors have been waterboarded, beheaded, pilloried, and burned at the stake for teaching that we are extensions of a pre-existing soul that lives in heaven, that is a non-material, spiritual thing, sharing the ground of God, could not be elsewhere. If you exist, your soul's in heaven. This is hell when you don't understand who you are. Hell is 
reincarnating over and over and over again and concerning yourself only with materialism and fear and ignorance. This separated stuff. That's the power of the ring in the Tolkien trilogy. Frodo, would you get rid of this damn thing, please? Human beings cannot handle it. The power of materialism. The thing about material stuff, money and stuff, is it's all separated. It's part of a world of separated forms, the source of all of our fear and ignorance. Only when you come to understand the energy or the spirit that unifies what appears to be separated, the ocean of love, does anything make sense. And most religions do not teach consciousness. It is there, it's just not taught. It's very clear to me that Christ was a Buddhist. And if the birth dates had been reversed, Buddha would have been a Christian. And a Jew, and a Muslim, anybody who has love in their heart and wants to know more about love, is on the path, whether they call themselves a Jew, a Christian, a Muslim, a Buddhist, a Hindu, a Sikh, a Jan, a Taoist, a Confucian. It just doesn't matter if you have love in your heart. If you, That's the path. Love is the path. Love is the way. There is no way to love. Love is the way. It's the middle way between the extremes of things. It is the truth. It is the heart and soul. It is understanding. It is the awareness that is infinite and eternal and everlasting. And all you need is the intention to discover love, to give love, to radiate love, to be loved and loving and lovable. And then pick up all the holy books and all the motivational and inspirational literature you can get your hands on. Not to save your soul, but to save your <laughs> yourself a lot of suffering and pain and live a more elegant life of even greater service to other human beings, to comfort them and their fear and their ignorance and their pain. There is no greater service. There is no greater gift to the self than to give your love away. Needing nothing in return. Give your love as you received it without condition. For emotional love has its ebb and flow. But spiritual love is consistently present, unconditional and shines like the sun on the sinner and the saint. And so that's a little bit on the fear of being truly you, but fear not. You're not broken. There's nothing wrong with you. You may be confused, but who isn't? It's a very confusing world. Indeed, that's why we're here, to sort it out. To redeem the world, not just your soul and your lifetime, 
so that you go to heaven. Your soul's already in heaven. You're here to bring heaven to earth. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth. To bring heaven to earth. This is hell. You're already in hell. (laughs) This is the lake of fire. It can be a very beautiful place, but we all know the feeling of being tormented and suffering in this hellish existence when we are frightened, stressed, confused. And at the root of it is always failure to understand the truth of who we are. And even after you know, even after you discover it and hear me say it, or hear it reinforced by other teachers and realize it again and again in your meditations and contemplations it still is a practice because we open our eyes and move out into the world and get sucked into it again and become frightened you start watching the TV news and you freak out (laughs) because it's so insane out there and so seemingly devoid of love and understanding Well, that's the way hell is. It needs redeeming. So, you know, to be a social and political activist, emphasis on social activists to make the world a better place is to redeem hell. Right? It's something for you to think about. Nothing I say do I need you to believe because I say it only if it rings true for you. You see, that's what it's about. So let's see who has questions or comments. Let me go back to the uh, web page here. If you're on the telephone or Skype, start two. We'll raise your hand. I don't see any hands raised right now. Let me go to the text Q&A and see who we have on board here few people saying hello, good morning, and good afternoon. Bob Fiegel in Irvine, a regular listener to the Mystery School. He says, uh, Aloha, Michael. I'm out of town for training and unable to listen to you live, but I've been listening to the replays. Excellent class on the Kabbalion in the last few weeks. Good to be listening again. Bob left a message earlier today. Carol Postel is with us in La Habra. Hi, Carol. He says, hello, Michael and Doreen. Bruce in Brookings, Oregon. Aloha. Sending my best to everyone. Great to be back listening live. Dr. Kev in uh, Amsterdam in the Netherlands says he really likes the Ning site. The Ageless Wisdom Community site at Ning is awesome. I urge everyone listening to sign up and participate. Theagelesswisdom.ning.com All right, let's do a little meditation and practice what we preach here. If you can get comfortable if this is a good time for you. And uh, 
just shake out that stress and tension, get loose, loose like a goose, some shoulder shrugs, some head rolls, and sit comfortably. You can sit in a chair and lean back, allow your back to be supported if you want. And close your eyes and begin to take a few nice, slow, deep breaths, inhaling through your nose. Hold as you peek and then exhale just as slowly through the mouth. And after three or four nice, slow, deep breaths, ah, and a feeling of relaxation from head to toe, allow your breathing to find a natural rhythm. Let it regulate itself. And bring your attention to the tip of your nose, actually the bottom of your nose, as if you existed as a little spark of awareness right between the nostrils. And as you camp out there, You're going to spend the next few moments simply watching yourself breathe. Maybe better said, watching your body breathe itself. As it is essentially involuntary. So just as you would set up a beach chair at the shore of the ocean and Watch the waves roll in and crash on the beach and then drain back down into the ocean. Simply observe that same ebb and flow in your breathing. Pay attention to the breathing. Watch it. Become interested, even fascinated. And if ideas, thoughts, emotions, or even funny feelings in your body try to distract you, As soon as you realize that's happened, simply let go of the thought, the feeling, the distraction, and gently place your attention back in the bottom of the nose and resume the witnessing of your body breathing itself. Ah, All by itself. Relax, feel safe. Remember a time or two or more when you felt so safe and relaxed. When there was no hurry, 
when you didn't know what time it was and you didn't care because it just didn't matter what time it is. You just felt so safe and relaxed. Tell yourself, I choose now to be safe and relaxed. And in this way, without any effort whatsoever, a letting go or release of effort allows me to understand it's the quiet mind and the calm heart that becomes intelligent and aware, conscious of the bigger picture. It's by letting go and feeling safe with a quiet mind and a calm heart that we realize and understand It's as if we find ourselves slowly and gently floating higher and higher to an elevated perspective that reveals expanded horizons and a much bigger picture. And what looked like this or that is now revealed as this and that. And the parts and the bits and the pieces of your life without any effort whatsoever begin to form something whole. And integrated and unified and your values improve the things that are important to you readjust and the material concerns are revealed as trivial and the affairs of the heart and the quiet mind love and understanding prevail as your elevated perspective shows you the bigger picture ever more complete 
higher consciousness, expanded awareness, which we gently guide and direct toward the self. And that seemingly separated, lonely, alienated self begins to feel harmonious and connected, part of something that is whole. It is revealed as at once diverse and unique, harmonious and unified in form we are unique we are each very different as the soul we are love, understanding consciousness, awareness and harmonious And as the one life, as the totality of all that is, we are unified. And all those things are true. To know the self, go to the heart. When Christ said, I am the way and the light. He's talking about love, the soul, the consciousness aspect, standing between spirit and matter, between unity and diversity. Go to the heart. Go to the love. And comfort the separated egoic self. Just as you would comfort a child after a bad nightmare, how would you comfort a separated human who suffers from anxiety and confusion? You just Tell them it's a bad dream. Fear is always a nightmare. It, it, it can exist only in the shadows of what is unknown and yet to be understood. Tell yourself everything is going to be okay. You're fine. In spite of appearances, there is a plan. All things really do work together for good for those who have love in their hearts. Not simply emotional love, not simply romantic love, but the spiritual love that knows no loss, no heartbreak, that is everywhere equally present and unconditional that peace 
not understanding is your identity. You are how you feel when you're safe, loved, loving, lovable. The source of all love is divine. The only religion you need. It's the only philosophy you need. Is the understanding that understanding is a quality of love. That peace and kindness and generosity, forgiveness and compassion are qualities of the love that is you not a commodity not a thing but an organized matrix of energy a magnetic field of spirit existing as the one life and each of us are part units of that one life but even the word unit has unity at its root in a universe there is but one life bring this awareness with you gently back into the room as you prepare in a moment to open your eyes remember where you are physically and what you'll see in a moment when you do open your eyes but orient yourself as a being of love now gently radiating this love offering it up as freely as you have received it the life force, the chi, the ki, the prana, the kundalini, the alan vital, the Holy Spirit, the ruha, the mojo. Bring it with you as you take a nice, slow, deep breath. Exhaling now. Uh, open your eyes wide awake, alert. Rested back in the room, feeling fine, better than before, loved, loving, and lovable. You are love and understanding in all of its many, many qualities. Face your fear, understand yourself. There really is no risk when you seek to know yourself with meditation, contemplation, and reflection. Quiet the mind, calm the heart. The truth that you are love and understanding will be revealed to you and give you peace that will allow more love and more understanding. That's what love, peace and love, <laughs> light, a lot of words for the same thing. Hey, thanks a lot for being with us today. Join us next week. We'll continue to be here free, the free forum, the regular traditional 
original Ageless Wisdom Mystery School, 1 o'clock Pacific. And starting next week, the 24th, the new premium training for those of you who enroll will begin at 1.30. Again, go to theagelesswisdom.com, click on Enter to go inside, and then Webinars. Choose the premium training to enroll for a single class, register for a 13-week term, or the full year. Thanks a lot. Talk to you next week. As always, be gentle, love life, and take care of each other. This is Michael Benner. Aloha from Maui.